I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. This week, I'll be interviewing Rufus Hound. Welcome. Welcome. Comedian, actor, presenter, beefcake, <laughs> steak bake, patter cake, patter cake baker's man. <laughs> Rufus Hound, welcome to Inside the Comedian. It's here. It is here. Finally, it's here. Finally, it's here. The how long has have you been arrived. Wait- how long have you been waiting here for the show to arrive? Um, what day is it today? Uh, Thursday. About ten minutes. Ten minutes? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I'm sorry we kept you so long. <laughs> well, as am I. <laughs> yes. Time is money. Time is money. Uh, how much time have you earned this year so far? <laughs> Less than uh, I did ten years ago. Right, right. Me too. And I have yet to peak. <laughs> Now, uh, Rufus Hound isn't your real name, is it? No, it's not. What's your real name? Uh, Valerie Singleton. Right. (laughs) So why did you change it? Well, I mean, you're no fool. I am no fool, yes. You've read my Wikipedia page that I wrote myself. (laughs) Uh, Well, I did think you'd written it yourself. It just says, is no fool in big letters. (laughs) How Uh, I got the big letters, I don't know. You're not allowed that on Wikipedia. No, they're very standardised. Very standardised. Yeah, I tried to just replace my Wikipedia entry with a gif of a llama cleaning itself. (laughs) Not having it, Wikipedia. Oh, it's the best way to know him. (laughs) Um, So, Valerie Singleton. Yeah. So, you no longer want to There was already a Valerie Singleton... It was an equity thing. It was an equity thing. That's fair enough. Yeah, and she'd just given her Hamlet... And uh, I thought, well, if they already think Valerie Singleton's played Hamlet, what chance I? Right, right. You only get to play the Great Dane. Is that once, what they call him? If you're the Great named, Dane, the Great I think Dane. they call him the Great Dane. The Great Dane the, once, once. Uh, hence Hound. Hound. Ah, very clever. You grew up in Surrey, is that right? That is right, yes. Right, so uh, were you an unruly... No, I grew up, comma, sorry. Sorry, you grew People up. People just preferred me when I was much smaller. Right. Has it been a downward slope since birth? I find that with every passing year, people like me less. Wow. But then I should probably stop punching random strangers in the street. <laughs> yes! Whilst, whilst screaming Farage. <laughs> You pronounce it like a war cry. Yeah, I do. Farage! Yeah. Geronimo, allons-y. Farage! Farage! That would make me like you less. <laughs> well, yes. yes, but then you're not really my target audience. So who is your target audience? Well, um... And by target, you mean the people you're hitting <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yes, yes, the people I take aim at with fists, feet, and occasionally crossbow. <laughs> 
Well, how do you hold the crossbow? <laughs> well, You're not look. using your fists at the time. There you right, go. I got it. And that's I, where the feet come in. It was a complicated visual image, but we got there in the end. Yeah. Right, okay. So, yes, um, but you, you believe you were liked most at your birth? Yes, certainly. Right. Yes. I remember, it, it, I mean, you know, you'll never get a better entrance, will you? No. <laughs> I mean, certainly the build-up lasts ages. Yeah. Like the anticipation. The anticipation. In the room. Oh, in the room. Oh. And outside of the room. Yes. People desperate to know how it's gone. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know... You'll, you'll rarely get as much screaming. That's... Yeah, quite. Yeah. Well... Unless yeah, you're the I mean, Beatles or something, I, you know. I did once perform in a fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Which, again, in retrospect, terrible idea, but, you know, art is nothing if not the attempt to bring about new things. That's right. And you didn't stop? You didn't stop performing? You wanted to I get your 20 quid? I didn't stop performing, and I didn't start the fire. Right. It was always burning. It was always <laughs> What was it, do you think, that made you stand out from the crowd as a stand-up comedian? I mean, uh, was it your sort of clarity of thought, your eloquence and ability to conjure vivid worlds in a single phrase, your, your joie de vivre and in infectious optimism, or was it the moustache? It was the moustache, yeah. wasn't it? It was obviously, yeah, it was and very clearly, the moustache. Right. Was that a conscious decision to, to uh, It was a conscious a decision to have a moustache. It didn't just happen? No. Well, I suppose it wasn't it just a mouldy nose? <laughs> um, no, uh, I, was, I grew up as an enormous fan of Hulk Hogan. Right, and as did we all. Yeah, and you look at that man and you think, what possible part of him wouldn't I want to emulate? So I'll start with the moustache, and then tomorrow I'll Something begin... Something as a child that's possible. Yeah, and, and then I'll move on to... The muscle tone and the permatan. And becoming six foot eight. Is he six foot eight? I think he's something like that, yeah. Blimey. He, he's a very odd colour, isn't he? When you look back, he was perfectly normal at the time. He's had a lot of tan. Lot of tan. I think it's fair to say high-definition television hasn't necessarily been his best friend. No! <laughs> No, it's true. When we were watching the first wrestlings that were on, right. it was all broadcast analogue. Right, and it was still called the World Wildlife Federation back That's then. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget Hulk Hogan versus a panda. Incredible. If you've not seen it, I mean, seeing it, it live... It, was it, it entered the ring with two black eyes <laughs> and left the ring with two black eyes. Right. I mean, that's, that's just pandas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... That is, but it was an incredible time to be alive, I think. A magnificent time to be alive. Yes. Have you ever thought about going into professional wrestling yourself? Permanently. <laughs> I was very much hoping that was how this was going to end. <laughs> when I saw there was nothing on this stage but two chairs, I thought, well, if I throw the first one at his head right. and then stand there hulking up, he can grab the second one, and before we know where we are, we're stripped to our underpants in a sweaty mass on the floor. <laughs> three atomic leg drops later and read his mind. Oh, I mean, I think it's a hell of a climax that you've now promised our audience. <laughs> um, I, I genuinely think many comedians probably decided this is what they want to do from watching wrestlers yeah. in America be the weirdest blokes they'd ever seen in their lives. Yeah. And in interviews, they'll say it was alternative comedy, you know. It yes. Was... Who are your heroes? Yeah. Oh, Richard Pryor. Yes. George Carlin. Lies. Lies. Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant The Slaughter. Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Superfly Jimmy Snucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's all we want to do. I'm but just we... very quickly looking around the room. It turns out only you and I yes. were actually fans of early 90s American wrestling. 
And I mean, I've got a secret to tell you, Rufus. I mean, I didn't have Sky Television in the 90s, so I, on- I was only into it from the collectible cards. <laughs> <laughs> Still frame photographs only. Yeah. Only. Never saw a move in my life. <laughs> it was just like the new Thundercats. They all had their thing. Yeah. That's like being a fan of the Queen from Stamps. <laughs> Now, now, you may have noticed, ladies and gentlemen, Rufus is very good at talking, aren't you? I mean, that's sort of a gift you, you were born with, I would say. You, you, you have the gift of a mouth, as they say. <laughs> um, did, did you, you've done TV presenting in your time? Did, uh-huh. that, did that come easy? Was that something? Uh, what have you presented in your time? Uh, well, I started off on BBC Music Television. Right. Hosting Holy Shit, Look at This. I um, remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was ahead of its time. Right. Uh, Because it was broadcast on Children's BBC. (laughs) And you're not allowed to mention holy things on children's television because it's sacrilegious. So it was actually called Star, 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 Shit, Look at This. Right. I remember it, yeah. Yeah. They starred all of holy, just to be careful. Just to be careful, yeah, yeah. yeah. because, you know, if you put H, star, L, Y, kids aren't stupid. They're not stupid. They know it's not (laughs) Haley. Yeah, that's right. They do. Yeah. They do. They're not yeah. daft. Um, and was that fun? Did you have a good time doing that? Uh, I had a lovely time doing Music that. for kids? Music, uh, a music television program for children. Mm. Uh, but it was a retrospective. Uh, that's easier because I think rock stars are quite difficult to control. So that would have been a worry for a kid's show. They were, yeah. Um, uh, but what, what we tried to do was marry it up. So we, had, um, we, we wanted to expose children to the classics. Right. Um, but at the same time, we needed to keep it relevant. So we had uh, S Club 7's uh, Beethoven. Right. Uh, S Club 7's Beethoven's Fifth. Be- S Club 7's Beethoven's Fifth. That's, yeah. Which we um, broadcast as SCB13. Which, looking back, was confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> were they good at it? Did they, with S Club? Did they I mean, take to it, did they? There ain't no Beethoven like an S Club That's Beethoven. That's very true. <laughs> That's true. They... They, they just sang the, the piano part, presumably. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> Steps, Eine kleine Nachtmusik was a... <laughs> that, that weirdly works. Uh, it? it does. Uh, and we didn't know why at the time, but in retrospect, it seems so obvious. And Blue Danube was... <laughs> was, it was a feast for the eyes. It was. I don't think they've any, ever done anything better than that. You, you excelled on panel shows for, for a while. I, I mean, I, I was rem- on them for a you, while. You were. I remember seeing you on uh, the Shouting Whilst Smiling Hour. Yep. Um, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was lovely to have a show named after my unique set of skills. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And for it to be on for an hour. I mean, yeah. that's rare. That is rare. That's but rare. It was on Dave, and back then they were just <laughs> delighted if you filled the time. <laughs> now, of Unlike course. now. Yeah, now. You'd kill for a show on Dave. Oh, God, they're gods. They're gods of the airwaves, yeah. Dave. I mean, if they ever do a slightly posher one, do you think it'll be called David? <laughs> I can only hope. <laughs> um, I heard they were named after uh, Dave Lister from Red Dwarf. Is that right? Is yes. That right? It is right. Yeah, that's absolutely I, this right. This is an aside. I'm genuine was like, oh, really? Genuinely? Yeah, yeah. No, that's not true. No, that's not no. true. <laughs> no. Well, then let's I... go back to what we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they were called UKTV G2. And I can't After think... the robot in Red Dwarf. That's right, yes. Yeah. No, you're thinking of the robot in Star Wars. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, yes. It was cousins with the robot in Red Dwarf. It's, a, it's, it's an a extended universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, I only watch science fiction movies from the point of view of robot family trees. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. So, so Metal Mickey, of course, was yes. their mitochondrial Eve. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and so, Do you want to keep saying wow while you see if you can remember what mitochondrial means? Why not? I know mitochondria are in every, uh, every cell of our body and they're actually a separate organism. No, that's not true. It it's is. what gives you the force in Star Wars. That's midi-chlorians. Oh, well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, mitochondria are real. They're the real thing. They are the real but, thing, yeah. But uh, midi-chlorians are the made-up shit. Midi-chlorians are the uh, midlife crisis of George Lucas. That's what they... <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It was George Lucas trying to make a magic thing science. So that it would be better somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and let's really dig into the trade dispute negotiations. Yeah. That's what George Lucas decided at 55, is what kids want. Economics! <laughs> yeah. Oh, and racial stereotypes through aliens. Yeah, and why don't you care about Darth Vader more? <laughs> yeah, go on. Maybe he's sad too. He's sad. Do you ever think about that? He's you a pathetic little boy. shit. I hope you feel guilty for yeah. hating on him now. Yeah. He's a small blonde child. Yeah. All he wanted to be was a racer. He was from the wrong side of the tracks. He dragged himself up by his boot, bootstraps. By making a gay robot. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to bring about order to an otherwise chaotic universe. And what do you sit there saying? You go, oh, I hope he gets all burnt up. Yeah. Knocked off a ledge. So a small boy became a fascist. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Space yeah. Hitler. <laughs> But I want to get on to uh, the more recent part of your career. Space Hitler. What does Space Hitler carry? What? Reich Sabre. <laughs> no, I fuck like you. That. I don't know. I'm, I, I if you knew it. how delighted I was when that thought came into my head, you would know that your reaction to it matters not a single jot to me. If you'd like to see Inside the Comedian recorded live, our next show is on Thursday the 20th of June at King's Place Theatre in London where I'll be interviewing Rachel Paris and Dara O'Brien. Tickets are now on sale from kingsplace.co.uk. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
So I want to get into your, your current career. You, you moved away from uh, television and stand-up comedy, didn't you? That was a bold move. Uh, well, you know, did I walk or was I pushed? <laughs> Were you? I, I was both. I, they pushed me and then I just as you, walked. As you, uh, oh, that way round. Yeah. You didn't start yeah. to slowly walk away going, I'll be back, guys. And they Pe were like, People yes. said, we don't really want you doing this anymore. And I said, good, I was leaving anyway. Right. But I sort of said, it was, that was what I was trying to say through the tears. What, what became your passion in the absence of comedy? I mean, comedy was part of your life for so long. Ballet. Ballet? Yeah. yeah. Of course, we've all seen Rufus on television doing the ballet, but, you, but you're, you're there doing eight performances a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's How many times do you have to see Swan Lake before you think, is it time for a goose? <laughs> seven, it turns out. Seven. Exactly seven. Seven. And so, uh, as quick as I could, into a tutu. The Archbishop, very unhappy about that. I apologised immediately. <laughs> but got the funding. But so that was funding, good. yeah, as long as I kept quiet. And you haven't. And so that's... Ah. <laughs> right. But, but uh, Goose Lake was born. Uh, where did you get the idea of goosing after being inside an archbishop? <laughs> <laughs> About halfway through. Halfway through. <laughs> so to, uh, walk us through the show. How does it work? No, you don't walk through the show. Oh, sorry, my Very mistake. boring. You've got to really leap about quite a lot. <laughs> Otherwise, people feel they haven't had their money's worth. Right. Uh, is, there, is there choreography or is it sort of just uh, jazz leaping? Well, I think when you look at a goose, you don't necessarily think there's something with a plan. No. And I try and honour that in my performances. So I sort of leap about for a bit, and then uh, if anyone's got a sandwich in their bag, I can quite swiftly sniff that out. Right. And then I just peck at them until they rip the crust off and throw it into my gaping maw. Right. And, and then I uh, haul myself up between two chairs and frantically wave my legs around whilst keeping my top half as still as possible. People have called it Riverdance 2.0. But then, you know what people are like. I do know what people are like. It's my best skill. Um, it sounds like you've based it on Canada geese, who are quite aggressive, yep. rather than the, the simple grey lag, who are quite nice. Yeah, well, I've tried to encapsulate the entire world of geese. Wow, in a single ballet. In a single ballet. Do people go away uh, better informed, do well, you think? Well, we started as an education project. It turned out inner city children never seen a goose. I mean, what is this country coming to? That inner city youths don't know everything there is to know about geese before they're five years old. Quite. I'm disgusted by that. You're disgusted. Imagine yeah. how I felt. Well, you've made a ballet about it, so more disgusted. <laughs> really disgusted. It must be hard to dance ballet whilst disgusted. You would think. It's hard to be graceful whilst disgusted. What you I do? If you, you get very tense whilst disgusted. Yeah. It, I drink about nine litres of cod liver oil before I go on. Uh, and I find the internal slosh really helps bring about an, an intra-ballet disgust. Wow. And, and presumably that creates a lot of sort of shifting ballast oh. during the performance. Very much so. Yeah. Sluicing about inside you. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it helps replicate the feel of the water beneath. I mean, you've really thought about the symbolism of the uh, enormous quantity of oil within if, you. If, if you're not going to think about the symbolism, get out of ballet. <laughs> you know who said that? You. Just then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so ballet's your new love? Ballet, is it ballet till you die? Yeah, well... Uh, well Would you like to one die? Is always, one is always looking for a new challenge. Right. Right, so what could the new challenge be, do you think? Ladders. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm intrigued. Go on. Do you remember the old TV show Lucky Ladders? Yes, I do. Well, I just think we should take some of the random nature of the world out. People need something more stable. Mm. So I'm pitching a show just called Ladders. Right, it's like snakes and ladders, but no, where you can't like lose. No, it's snakes and ladders. Please don't say... Every bloody commissioner I speak I'm to so says, oh, it's like snakes and ladders. Explain ladders to us. Okay, well, there's a board with a hundred squares on it. Right, I've got it so far. And you roll a dice. Okay. And you move your counter along. Yes. And if you get to a ladder, you go up the ladder. It sounds like snakes and ladders. No, please, please stop saying <laughs> Okay. That. Please, you are not helping. Okay, ca- carry on, carry on. But then if you land on a snake, right. you go down the snake... No, this sounds a lot like snakes. How many times, David? I'm sorry. Move on. Why can't you go down a ladder? <laughs> Fallen arches. Right. That's fair. And what happens when you reach the end of the board? You win. What do you win? Well, it very much depends on how many ladders you've gone up. Right, so you, you get... Bonus for... No, no, you win that number of ladders. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah. I see. So you've gone up three ladders, you go home with three ladders of differing lengths? You've got to admit, it's a very straightforward pitch. It really is. And you know what? It's probably quite cheap to produce, because who wants to be a millionaire sometimes have to give away a million pounds. Yeah, rarely, but it does happen. but it happens. Absolutely. You have to give away possibly one, maybe two ladders. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, we are. Do you give away the snakes? We're we're pitching. <laughs> we're currently pitching it to David. Right. <laughs> I love that channel. It's so good. I never got Dave. So we're not sure we have the budget for as many as three ladders. We're we're just going to put ninety snakes down. Right. And, and one ladder. And one ladder. Small step ladder going from two to seven. People have said we should probably call it snakes. With, with the ratio of snakes to ladders being set so high, but... No, I know you've got this format nailed down now, but I have just had a brainstorm of, I do want to see a snake in one of the boxes in Deal or No Deal. <laughs> just one. One really angry one. I knew there was going to be a snake in there. I just had a feeling. It's the banker. <laughs> oh, no, it's the hospital. It's the hospital. It's the cobra. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would watch that. Yeah. But ladders. Uh, so do you think you'll get that commissioned with that happen? Well, it was, I mean, no. Television's a fickle business, isn't it? It is. Uh, you know, one man's ladders is another man's. No thank you, ladders. Well, you can always do it as a podcast. It's uh. incredibly lucrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so satisfying. Um, don't awe me. <laughs> I was being insincere to hide the painful truth. Um, Stop it. I've dug an emotional (laughs) cul-de-sac. How do you dig a cul-de-sac? Sideways. Sideways. (laughs) It's very true. Into a mountain. Um, What drives Rufus Hound? I mean, why won't you let life just have a Lucasade and a bit of a (laughs) sit-down? Like, you're an engine, if I might, if I can say so. I mean, you... What, what drives you? What makes you get up in the morning and go, I'm going to kick this day in the dick? <laughs> well, I, I was raised, as I think many of us were, at a Church of Satan school. Right, yes. And knowing that the Dark Lord is forever my wingman, if you will, mm. is, uh, is, is a pretty strong motivator to get the bloody hell on with it. So there's one thing Satan doesn't like, it's hanging about. Oh, he hates shirkers. Shirk can't yeah. stand it. Can't stand them. Um, so that, really. Right. <laughs> no. Satan. Yeah. Satan. It's a great, it's a, it's a great end to any sentence. So it's that, really. Uh, 
it's how it's how I'm going to end my it's autobiography. A, I, to be yeah, I uh, no, there's a there's a religious fervor in me. Right, a belief in the metaphysical. Were your parents big Satanists? Or oh, did you come huge, to huge, huge. Oh, every Sunday morning. You'd wake to the smell of mum sacrificing a goat downstairs. Oh, then we'd lovely. all load into the car, pop on our cowls, head off into the woods. No, a gagged virgin here, a statue of Pan there. Sounds like a lovely woods, oh, doesn't it? Oh, God. It's one of my happiest times in that woods. It's not really about the church, it's about the community. That's exactly right, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's not about who you kill, it's who you kill with, isn't it? And that's, that's what it's about. And if you could put, put that in Latin, that was what we had inscribed around the old salt circle. Oh, wow. Yeah, a beautiful me uh, message. Well, it's a lovely time to be alive. Um, you know, the past. Well, yeah. I, I think I've encaptured the spirit of the nation to say the past was a lovely time to be alive. Yes, yes. We certainly look back on it fondly. We do, don't we? And look to the future with fucking madness in our eyes. <laughs> You've recently got into politics, haven't you? I mean, why? Was it, is it because everything's going wrong and you feel like you're the man for the job? Are you going to lead us to a brighter Britain? That's the, the ultimate goal. But by brighter, I mean... Uh, Burning. Engulfed in flame. Right. <laughs> Where, presumably, you could do a comedy gig. Exactly so, for the Dark Lord Satan, who would feel right at home. He so would. I'm not without method. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'm, if we could maybe uh, start a small fire now... As we strip to the waist and start pummeling each other yeah, yeah, with absolutely. wrestling moves, yes. that would be... Let me just tighten these shoes and I'll be right with you. <laughs> my God, those are some of the tightest shoes I've ever seen in my life. It's, I'm endeavouring to make my feet appear as, as close to cloven hooves as I can. That's a size two. That's a size, well... Size one is pegs. In, in, yes, in European, I, this is how we measure it. It's a, it's a 22. It's a 22. It's, yeah. 22 hooves. Which, yeah, and if you get three of them, then that's... 66, so 30 of them would have been, but then no, you'd have to carry the, what do you? Raising the devil's very difficult, isn't it's it? It's very difficult. Especially through shoes. You'd think you could do it all through blood sacrifice, but it turns out maths plays a more prominent part than one might wish. Oh, bloody Satan. Makes everything difficult. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much his oeuvre. <laughs> which, which means egg. Um... <laughs> Hence, deviled eggs. <laughs> I do not care. <laughs> Rufus Hound, thank you for letting us oh, inside. Oh, is that the you. end? That's the end. Oh. We'll end there. Rufus Hound. <laughs> oh, Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. If you've enjoyed the show, then please help us spread the word by liking, subscribing, or writing us a glowing review. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.